0: Listen and watch, don't be lollygagging while they jumpin' on the bandwagon, I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this gear on lock, listen and watch, don't be lollygagging while they jumpin' on the bandwagon, come on, jump on, a squad you can't front on, you know we in the building when the theme song come on, Riding with the Captain, brother Jay, pragmatic, the mastermind behind it. So you know we gotta have it. <laughs> Young drummer, Seat Toast to do it for the people. Keep the show flowing, plus some catchy little jingles. Put it all together, it's a hit. We ain't bragging, everybody and they mama jumping on the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top, but now we're hot and got this here on lock. Listening, why? Don't be lollygagging while they jumping on the bandwagon. I bet you think your team on top. But now we're hot and got this gear on lock.
1: Listen and watch. Don't be
0: while they jumping.
1: What's going on with your world? Tommy J. Jay Pragg, the illustrious one, the Bandwagon Radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man? Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment right here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I myself sit down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their artistry, and of course, you know we got to drop that heat before the end of the show. Got another special guest on the phone lines today. Hailing all the way from Los Angeles, California, got my man Demo on the phone lines. Demo, what's going on, bro?
2: Hey, what's going on? How are you?
1: I'm good, bro. Good. Had a uh, had a chance to check out the new record moments ago. Dope nice. joint. Dope joint. I'll uh, let you introduce it a little later on in the show, of course, and and of course, I want to break down a little bit of what I thought about the record. Uh, I'll do okay. that a little later on as well. Um, okay. First and foremost, of course, let's go ahead and talk to my listeners a little bit about uh, Demo. Uh, talk to them about growing up. Uh, are you originally from Los Angeles, California? I know you're an international
2: artist. Yeah. Um, so I I grew up kind of all over. Uh, my family's from Nigeria, so I was born there. Uh, I grew up in the Netherlands, and Zimbabwe, and then I moved to the States when I was, uh, when I was 12. So yeah. I've been here for a bit, but I uh, kind of grew up all over. Yeah, moving around, moving around a lot, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: no wonder why you uh, obviously have a lot of different, uh, I guess, uh, musical influences uh, with the different uh, vibes that you're giving on the two different records I've heard. The Hey Sophia and the Moments Ago record. Uh, two mm-hmm. records that uh, show a lot of variety. So talk to us about both records. Talk to us about uh, what the concept came from for the Hey Sophia record first.
2: Yeah. So the, the concept was basically um, about just personal experience I've had uh, when I'm having writer's block and having a hard time writing new music. And it just, uh, you know, sometimes you just find inspiration in friends. Uh, and Sophia is just a friend there. kind of inspired me and just gave me some ideas to write a song. So I just figured uh, I'd make the theme about her. And um, it was just kind of uh, a a metaphor for just finding inspiration for your music or your writing or whatever kind of art you
1: do. Oh, wow. Dope. That's dope. So she got a record named after her, essentially. (laughs) A little shout-out record.
2: Yeah, a little shout-out record. That's right. (laughs)
1: That's all right, man. I mean, wherever you draw your inspiration from, you know?
2: Yeah, I appreciate that.
1: No doubt. So how how long have you been doing music because I know you have a, a extensive background musically. So yeah. talk to us about, you know, how long
2: you've been doing music,
1: when you got started.
2: You play yeah, instruments
1: so, as well, too, right?
2: I do. I play guitar. So I started in uh 7th grade. Um I just I would just listen to a lot of music and I would just uh, after school I just be in my room for like hours every day I, like i didn't really go out i just stand in and just like try to write songs so it was kind of just like learning like um i had a, i had some guitar lessons so that was kind of how i got started and 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 um it was i was probably about 7th grade and then um after that um i got to high school and i started playing in bands so you know we'd have like little festivals and like high school like talent shows so i'd just be playing those and then you know Kept doing it in college, and in college, and I started playing clubs, and then from there, you know, I just started writing my own uh, music and albums and trying to release it. Um, and so that's kind of how I progressed into something that I now do more seriously.
1: Now, how would you say you found this style and this in this recording vibe?
2: Because it's, it's uh,
1: you have a unique sound.
2: Yeah. Uh, so basically, I think it's uh, just kind of like with my childhood i think it's a lot of reflection on the influences that i kind of grew up with so um when i was when i was overseas there's a lot of like it's kind of got like a Euro pop sound that influenced me when i was a kid and then uh, a little bit of r&b as far as like the rhythm and um that influenced me when i moved to the states so i got really into that i would listen to a lot of r&b um and then you know i i just like catchy Cause I play guitar. So I just like catchy rhythms and hooks. So that's kind of the pop element. I just always try to find something like that's memorable and catchy. And um, so I actually, this uh, on the 8th of February, I released a new one called moments ago, which I'll also, you know, I'll. it's all on my website. So they can also check that out as well. But it's a, it's in the same vein of R&B, but this one is a little more to like uh, the, the Hey Sophia is more like kind of pop, fusion uh-huh. mixed with a little bit of r&b and then this one uh this new one moments ago is a little more reggaeton so i did go to south america a lot when i was in college i would go there for months and i worked there so i try i'm just trying to represent in my music all the influences i've lived i've lived growing up and working um so i think that's another reflection of that just culturally right.
1: and and i was going to ask that question like what why was it so important that you fuse these different sounds but You know, I think you
2: covered that pretty well, right there. Thank you, appreciate that. Yeah, just to kind of reflect, and I I think another reason is also just because, like, the people who I I grew up with, um, and I kind of, you know, you kind of make music for the people you care about, and you want them to kind of engage in it. So, just like I'm trying to like make sure like everyone's kind of represented from the people that influenced me and the people that I liked playing with growing up, I I kind of want to give them a shout out too, you know. Right,
1: right. Talking to Demo right now by way of los angeles california international artist um let me talk to you a little bit about what i thought about the record hey sophia um okay. I thought it was like i said very unique uh, i definitely got the pop uh vibe and the pop and the rock i even got a rock vibe like an 80s rock kind of vibe
2: yeah you're well you're you're dead on cause yeah. like i used to play in rock bands <laughs> yeah i used to play in rock bands. Like. I got it when I, because I played guitar, you know, that's what I started with was rock. And like when I was in college, I played in rock bands. So I think you you definitely, that was a good good catch on there. That's my like my, <laughs> maze, my main front <laughs> of rock music. That's all I do growing up as a kid. So.
1: Got you. No, I definitely caught that. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a real dance vibe, a feel good vibe with it. Um, nice yeah. lyrics on there, smooth beat and overall vibe. Um, I like the spacey sound on the hook. Uh, if you know what I mean, cool. like that spacey vibe. Um, yeah. I definitely heard the influences, like I said, of the pop. I definitely heard the R&B, electronic vibes in there. I even heard a little yeah. funk in there. Um,
2: yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Top Absolutely.
1: forty, I can hear it. Top forty or mainstream, uh, it definitely has that crossover potential. Of course, um, yeah. And I can hear this on multiple platforms, man. You know, uh, cool. you know, background music. I can hear it in in department stores. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it has sure. it has a, a open vibe about it where you can hear it in multiple uh, venues. Exactly, venues. it's
2: kind of open. Yeah. yeah, very like it's. it's you can kind of like. It can fit in different, dif- different contexts and different, different m- markets, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, dude, you definitely have a good ear.
1: I, <laughs> I told you, man. Like, you know, I'm a fan of music, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, all genres. Like, I'm yeah, not, when I'm I'll, I'll send
2: you moments ago. I'll send you moments ago. You'll be a little surprised because it's a little more, uh kind of like it's a little more on the R&B reggaeton side. So I think you'll be surprised, but I want you to check that out as well. Maybe I'll send it to you by definitely. email. Or-
1: Definitely. We'll, we'll wrap a tad after the interview. I'll make sure you can you know got direct contact to me. You can send me some more music, definitely.
2: Awesome. Awesome.
1: Now, let me ask you a question. From the writing standpoint uh, and being an artist, what, what's most important to you uh, as far as the creative process? What do you appreciate most about that? Yeah, I think what
2: I appreciate the most is just trying to find uh, find a balance between making it very personal, but also making it abstract abstract enough to be able to be relatable to different types of people you know Mm -hmm. so like i i kind of like write lyrics i kind of do it as like poetry because you know poetry uh a poet is kind of like telling their story but it's a little abstract and it's a little vague because they don't want to like alienate people they just want it to be poetic and like just make people think so i just like i like to like draw different images and emotions in the song but i don't like to i'm not like giving like i'm not just telling a story like most like most pop songs are kind of like very direct at their storytelling. It's like about a guy and a girl or like, you know what I mean? But I try to be more abstract and like try to make people think more and make it more, more poetic and like more vague, just so people can like, it's more broad and more people can make their own interpretation of it. You know, I don't like to, I don't like to just tell, do all the work for the audience i want them to kind of just maybe picture try to figure out what i'm talking about or see if it applies to them in any way yeah.
1: so so you can relate it in your own life in your own way though How yeah you so see like,
2: exactly so it's all from my life but i want it to be broad enough that like people can like try to you know figure it out or just make it work for their lives yeah you know?
1: adapt yeah make it adapt to your life so.
2: Yeah, exactly. But they're all universal feelings and emotions that people can relate to. Um, so I try to make it very, rel- very relatable.
1: Now, with such a you know vast background and influences in multiple genres, who are some of these artists that influenced you kind of coming up? Yeah. Like bands, um... musicians. I'm sure you got a, a few different.
2: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely, absolutely. So I I have one for, like, each genre. Like, I have, like, for the rock, like definitely, like, Nirvana, which is funny with the music I'm making right now. But, like, I was, like, a big Nirvana. And then that was for guitar and stuff. And then uh, I love Michael Jackson as far as, like, I, I would say probably, like, Michael Jackson is probably like my favorite like performer, um, uh, I, and just like just just his like the hooks and the catchy harmonies and like just like all that. Like I try to do harmonies and stuff. That's kind of all influenced by listening to him. Um, and I would say also I like I like Prince a lot. It's a little, like, I'm a little more, like, musically probably, like, more, less edgy than, than like, I, that's not really, like, I'm not as edgy as him, like, artistically, mm. but I do appreciate that, you know, I think it's, like, I, I try to learn a lot from his style. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those, I would say those are my main influences. I also like, um, I mean, I, like, from a rock perspective, I also like The Beatles a lot, just from songwriting perspectives. Yeah, I think they're, right. they were good songwriters, so I, I, I try to, like, learn a lot from that. And, um, even like, cause my parents moved to Tennessee, uh, when I was probably like 10, 11 years ago. So I got into Elvis from just going there a lot. Like, cause everyone listened to Elvis over there. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't never thought I'd be like into like Elvis, but like, I don't know when you go there enough, every Thanksgiving and Christmas, eventually you start to like it. So <laughs> and I like Elvis as well. <laughs> so Yeah. But that, that's, those are probably like my top ones that come to mind, you know? Gotcha. Yeah now
1: what is what does a record session with demo look like how, how does that set up
2: yeah so it's really it's actually like i i i hadn't really started recording a lot until the pandemic because like when it started i just was like hey like i'm not everything's kind of shut down I might as well just start doing what i really want to do so like it's been in a pandemic context it's just kind of been like very it's different like i record like i'll set I, it's it's been kind of like a like long distance thing with like producers I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Um so like I'll just like send them an idea and like, you know, like they're across the country, but like we'll just send it back and forth and like talk by email and then I'll I'll record stuff here in LA and like send it to them. So it's it's kind of like uh it's been like kind of like uh, I would just say like a very long distance kind of patient process because it's not been like just like working with somebody here um and with COVID shutting everything down i've been have to be i've been having to be creative with like where i can go and who i can work with but um it's it's been working so a lot of it is kind of on my own and then just sending it to a producer to kind of mix it and then kind of adding more stuff vocally to it
1: Now, with working with all these different producers, engineers from, you know, uh, other areas, uh, not necessarily Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles with you, uh, I'm sure there's a few people you want to mention a shout out for their help or support.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, a, a, a big shout out to in Santa Barbara, which is where uh, I'm actually like, I'm also, I'm a, I'm a student as well. So I, I, right. I go to school in Santa Barbara. So that's where the studio I work at is. Uh, so Hidden City, uh, my buddy Elliot over there, he's a really great uh, recording, you know, studio engineer that I, that's where I do the vocals at. So he's been very helpful sure. with like giving me feedback and input and working on the vocals and the mixing for that. And then um, also Uh, for this for this uh track there one of my friends uh he's a producer called gecko he's really great he's based in new york right yeah yeah he's based in new york where i used to live so he's been like he does a lot of great work for other artists as well so he's been kind of like giving me some guidance and um yeah so those are the two main folks i want to shout out
1: now as an artist are is at any moment do you have any fears like when it comes to recording or performing?
2: Um, recording, I think, uh, less so because it's a controlled environment and I can always do takes, you know, to like get what I want. Um, so like less so recording, I'd say more with like performing. Um, uh, I think some fears with that are just like, you know, just trying to maintain the right energy level on, um, like that's something I'm very like I'm I'm a mellow person. I might sound like very like energetic on the phone but like i'm very like laid back so i'm not like a hyper active performer like you know what i mean like i play guitar and like more my my innate style is a little more acoustic and mellow so i gotta kind of force myself to get out of my comfort zone to be a little to be more entertaining and that's kind of what i'm working on <laughs> uh but i could just i could just play music all day and like if people just like the music that's great but i think you know, especially out here in L.A., I think people want more of a show when you're playing live. So I'm trying to just figure out artistically how I can do that, maybe with visuals and, like, you know, work with other performers, uh, dancers to kind of, like, illustrate what I'm singing about. Like, I'm just trying to put on a better show live. But um, I think I got a few, like, months or maybe a year until till things reopen anyway. So <laughs> right, I'll figure yeah. that out in the meantime.
1: <laughs> you got some but, practice time in between, right? Yeah, that's, some yeah, exactly.
2: time, yep exactly because that's like a big component to, to really getting the the message out for your music is like how you how you present it visually so I got to figure that out no, that's but, a fact
1: That's a fact. I'm, I'm very visual and you know when you're performing for that audience the whole goal yeah. is to draw them in by any exactly. means necessary so
2: exactly absolutely yeah. absolutely
1: now would you say the climate of the music industry does that change how you approach writing or creating your music
2: no, I I don't think so. I think I think um, I think just being aware of it of the climate is great. But I think you just my focus is just to like present what what um what I'm what I'm feeling artistically and like the ideas I have. So I I don't let it affect it. I do think that like as far as like you know with the current like platforms like like Spotify and like you know the reality of the market there. I, d- I think it does affect like what I release and how I think it affects how I release songs. And, you know, I used to, I have like ideas for like an album concept, but I'm forced right now just to release singles because like, that's just the market right now. And that's what people want. Like people's attention spans are very short. So it does affect like my, like my strategy as far as releasing songs and promoting songs. Um, But I think, you know, you just have to follow that reality, but it doesn't affect the actual like concepts and, and like, art that i'm making in my songs it just it just affects the actual strategy of releasing the song if that makes any sense Ah,
1: definitely i I get where you're coming from that was actually a good answer thanks now if you had to sell yourself to my listeners right now who is demo and why should they follow the movement
2: yeah i think i think they should uh connect with me because I'm incorporating different styles. That's kind of that's going to be refreshing for what whatever styles they're interested in. It's going to add and kind of enhance whatever styles they like. So I think my music is very open and broad, and it's very relatable. So I just encourage them to. For example, this song is very poppy and rocky with those influences, but they'll be very su- surprised at how versatile I am because the next song is gonna is, that they'll hear, and it's on Spotify and SoundCloud right now as well for them to check out. But it's uh it's very like uh it's very R and B reggaeton like uh they'll be very surprised at the versatility of. Of the music, and the one I'm releasing next after this is going to be more Afrobeat because uh, my family's Nigerian, and I, I, I'm really into Fela Kuti, which is uh, like a childhood thing. My parents played all the time. It's like Afrobeat music. It's very, it's very different. But I also will I will incorporate like all the regular pop style. So I'll make it I'll make it palatable to like an audience here. But I'll I'll at least introduce them to something that they might not hear on, on the radio every day. Right. right. You know. So, so, so I think it's just personal.
1: You, you, I can definitely tell you're gonna. Your goal is to mesh as much as possible the different uh, influences yeah. and things that have inspired you along the way.
2: Exactly, exactly.
1: What would you say is like uh, most important to you when it comes to releasing your music?
2: What are some of those top tier things? Um, I would say the most important things are make getting feedback to grow like um each song i release i want to just like you know typically like you get the temptation just release and move on to the next one but i'm not i don't care as much as the numbers as far as like hearing about like or how many people listen to it but i just want to hear how it made people feel and i like to get feedback on like what people like about the song because i think it makes you grow as an artist and also makes you like just listen to what people like what people like because it's 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 actually very interesting it's like as a person who writes songs like people are so different in what they like about a song and like you know it's interesting to see in one song like what some people like about the song other people don't like about the song right. so for me yep. the help as an artist you know like it just makes me and'm I'm, I'm not gonna it doesn't mean I'm gonna I'm gonna be catering to like certain audience necessarily it's more I just want to know because it can help me craft like a different kind of song for a different audience and it's just it just makes you grow as an artist it makes you smarter and like targeting your music you know so
1: having some type of
2: direction yeah exactly uh, feedback is
1: important definitely important
2: yeah and sometimes and you know it's 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 hard to like do it the first time because it's like your baby like it's an artist like but you just like after (laughs) i did a couple of those on like online and like submit hub and like after you get some harsh like stuff you just get over it so it's like now i'm kind of like i've gone over that whole like you know like you can say whatever i just like honesty now but i mean you also have to like some you also have to just like also trust the source because you also have to be careful like people out there might just be like they might also be musicians themselves and like some people are just not trying to help you know they're just not trying to help they're just trying to like you know they see people have different mindsets and like different insecurities so you can't let that like like affect your like sense of like purpose or sense of confidence if people are mean about it but i think if people are honest whether or not it's positive if they say in a, in a in a in a in a in a way that like affirms you and like pushes you in the right direction then that's the kind of feedback you could you take if it's mean or cutting you down People just have their own issues that you should just ignore. You know, I've learned that the hard way in the last couple of months. So, right. yeah. Well, at
1: least you're learning it, man. Yeah. And then definitely. You got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, you can't. Exactly.
2: Everything. Exactly. And then just try to make, try to make that the motivation for the next one to make it even better, you know? So, yeah.
1: What would you say is your like ultimate goal in the music industry?
2: Yeah, that's a very good question and honestly that's probably like one of the best questions I've gotten like cause it's like <laughs> I I it's like that's it's something that I'm still figuring figuring out um but I think um I think I think the goals will be changing as I as I reach different like ob- objectives. So I think right now my goal is to just create, you know, I would say like uh about 8 to 10 songs that reflect all the styles I like and like that I think I can present really well artistically. Um, So that's my current goal. And then I think I'll, I'll recalibrate when I reach that goal and see what my next goal is. But I try to just do it like piece by piece, you know? So my goal right now is just to like continue with these songs and they're all going to be a little different and reflect a different part of my like background, cultural heritage, and like just experiences. But after that, I'm, my next, I'm anticipating the next goal will be to try to present them live. So um, those are like my two, my, my, my current goals right now are to finish an album worth of material and, and present them live to audiences. And after that, we'll see how it goes, and then I'll, I'll make new goals.
1: So what's, what's coming out? What's on the verge for Demo? Anything my yeah. listeners should be on the lookout for? Any visuals?
2: yes absolutely so i i i encourage them um on my website is demoofficial.com so all the updates will be on there that's demo d-e-m-o-official.com um i perfect question because the visuals are coming up i'm working right now on um music videos for the songs i've released so this current one hey sophia and there's one that I released before called a different way um they're all on my website and on spotify and uh the one that just came out this week is called moments ago and moments ago is probably my best song honestly so far because they've all been getting better so um so i encourage you to check out moments ago i'm going to make a video for some moments ago and then i'll make videos for the other songs but um that's kind of where i'm at visually right now i'm working on videos to promote the songs and hopefully be able to play them live when things open up yeah, we
1: can't wait till things open up, man.
2: Yeah, I know. You, as, as a musical lover, I'm sure you you man, appreciate that. I'm telling you,
1: ready for everything get, We ready to get back to work. You know, I work with a lot of uh, live musicians here in the Carolinas. I do live Got shows it. myself. I produce live shows, I should oh.
2: say. Oh, um, awesome! Yeah, yeah so, so you so. have to. Yeah, you just. Yeah, it's been rough, right? It's right. like it's like what we do. Like it's like it's like I feel like my world is kind of shut down right now. But it's also cool with like the with like the current technology we have right now to be able to stay connected and like right. you know do do these like you know these chats like still like i, I can't imagine living a hundred years ago when they had their pandemic <laughs> <Is that> right <laughs> some depressing stuff you know so, so i do try to look at the, positive. like, gotta look at the
1: positives baby. Yeah, yeah
2: we can record music we can still like share our experiences with music i can like i appreciate this opportunity you've given me thank you so much My but pleasure, like just, this all wouldn't have happened you know like a years ago when they had their their pandemic so right, right, right. we yeah.
1: gotta be thankful man
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely man it was a pleasure
1: demo go ahead and uh, let my listeners know how they can follow you on the social media handles
2: yes absolutely so you guys should follow me on facebook at, at demo jams that's d-e-m-o and also uh, on instagram as well demo jams or you can check me out on spotify demo just search for a, uh the new song is called moments ago that's on spotify And my website is www.demoofficial.com. So thank you so much.
1: My pleasure, brother. Los Angeles, California, international artist, Demo on the phone lines. Go ahead, introduce the new single for the people, fam.
2: All right. Hey, guys, this is my new single. It's called Moments Ago. It's available on Spotify.
1: That's right, man. You're hearing it first right here on the Bandwagon Radio. Let it go. My heart still could feel
0: Moments months ago, how is she supposed to know? Daddy and mommy were sure when they told Those lips so defined like the could and some stone Those lips so inclined to remind you that oh,
2: she's gone Moments ago
0: Sometimes you get more than you bargained for With lips so defined, they won't throw you a bone Those lips so reclined, at least you won't be leaving alone Moments ago, moment before you watched the show Most dangerous game just showed up at your door You're texting him now, everything was so passing He's feeling so